All right. Welcome to Straight Right Card. We are back. We're not okay. live. We're not live, no but, live. But, but we're yeah, live. I mean, there how long are we gonna do the slide <laughs> thing? You can't do it forever. We're comfortable with this. Derek's got a life and he cannot spend hours. No, because I mean, if you do a, a 30 minute video, you got to sit on fucking YouTube for 30 minutes mm. to wait for them to approve your copyright and approve your uh, monetization. It takes forever. It's ridiculous. I'm sick of it. So we're not going to do it. Although we are going to be able to eventually add our intro to this show, our real intro, which will change. You know, every so six the, months. For the time being, we've got to make sure we don't cuss in the first 30 seconds. Yes. Do, 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 do. That. All right. But. <clears throat> All right. So we're past it now. All right. <laughs> but we're going to cover a bunch of, bunch of things. This show is sponsored by Ludens. So if you have a sore throat, a scratchy throat. Eden Ludens? Oh, Ludens? Ludens. If you have an irritated throat. Loads? Take a Ludens. And uh, if you, I don't know, had to do a lot of deep throat lately, you might need a Ludens. Uh, not something that I've really had that problem before, but I've heard that helps. And it's sponsored by Wiffle Bat. Wiffle Bats, they work for a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the Successfully Beastie beating Bo kids without leaving welts. Well, Beastie Boys. She did it <laughs> like that. She did it like this she did it like that she did it with a wiffle ball bat yes all right i always wondered back in the day that was when i was like 15 i'm like she did it like this she did it mm -hmm. like that she did it with a wiffle ball bat whoa are you allowed to say that i was like she did it with a wiffle bat? Yeah, i was like late 80s early 90s you could say whatever the fuck you i want. guess yeah back then it was not a big deal two you know, key two two teams one cup two teams one cup yeah <laughs> I didn't get to do this during the live stream, so I went ahead and added it here. Yeah, we re we really need a lot of golden shower references in this show going <laughs> forward. Yeah, absolutely what we need. That's going to help the algorithm. Expected, yeah. <laughs> golden showers or drinking piss. Um, all right, so we do want to cover, um, is it Julio's question? It's Julio, right? No, we, we covered Julio's question. This is just a random one that you brought up. Oh, this is about players going to like crummy leagues in Europe. Lesser Euro leagues than questionable whether it's better than MLS. Yeah, I mean, because well, people people always talk about this. Like, why would why would Sands opt to go to Scotland over staying at MLS? Because it's Does Rangers. It really benefit him? Well, I mean, then we'll get to that point because yes, which team you go to plays a factor. Yeah, because I mean, Chris Mueller went to Hibs. That's like, it's not really an upgrade from Orlando. Well, I mean, I mean, that, that, okay, let's well, let's let's dive right into that, I guess. All right, let's because, do, do it. Do uh, it because I mean, you you we're looking at lower leagues. You know, you bring in the uh, the Scotland's, the Belgiums, the Denmark's, Switzerland's, Austria's, and all that. And while it's definitely worked for some players, you had a Peafock who went from League One and Rennes. Uh, and, and he went to young boys and he's done incredibly well. And now he's getting scouted by larger leagues. I mean, we, yeah. we talked, we, we, we talked about his, uh, his possible move to Venezia, but that never, that didn't come through, but I mean, he's getting, well, he's got like 13 goals in 19 games or something like that right now. So here's so. the difference though. The visibility thing has changed. 
there was a time where like moving to Denmark or Norway even was like, okay, that might get me looked at. I mean, we saw players do that mm -hmm. in the past. Um, Bedoya did it. And then he ended up in France eventually. And he and ended Rains, up at Rangers. Oddly enough. <laughs> so like he did get noticed because he went to Europe, even though he started out in, you know, what I would consider be fairly mediocre leagues. But that's changed. Like there are hundreds, like Bayern Munich literally has 50 scouts in the United States all over the place. It's not exactly 50. I don't know the exact number. I've just been told what the dick. number is, and it's big. They are all over the U.S. Uh, scouting our young players. And um, so that's change. That's a big change. Bayern might have one scout in the whole of the United States 20 years ago. So I think things are kind of evening out. So you have to wonder, like a move like Vines, um, is that to Belgium? Is that really, I mean, Antwerp's a good team, mm -hmm. but is it really a step up? And is that going to get a more visibility? It might, because you're just closer. You're just closer to the other countries that are paying attention. So yes, it might still help, but it's not as big of an advantage as it used to be to just get up and go to Europe and play for like Aberdeen, like Christian Ramirez is. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was going to bring up. I mean, there's a big difference between playing for uh, Celtic, like CCV or Sands at Rangers compared to Ramirez or even Harks. I mean... I mean, how many how many how many players? I mean, how many teams around Europe are really scouting the low the mid table teams of Scotland? I'm not I'm thinking nothing against the SPL. I have no problem with that. In fairness, nobody's scouting Chicago Fire either. So hey, I've got no I've got no dog in this fight. But saying that, there's a big difference between going to the top tiered teams, and you see that with like with Peafock going to Young Boys, or with uh, Aronson going to uh, Salzburg. So I mean, you you have they have opportunities. They get scouted more. They're going to get looked at more than say if you were at a mid-table team in the same league. I think they're scouting Chicago. They're certainly scouting Salonina. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair point, fair point. Um, but the the big point they're, being they're that, scouting Brad. They're, they're scouting Brady, and Brady hasn't played a fucking game yet. Look how hard it is for us, the U.S. men's national team, U.S. soccer, to scout our own country to hmm. find players to play in the youth teams because hoppy never made a youth team never dempsey never played uh, on a know, youth team uh it's funny because watching watching tacticals uh interview with Caden clark they talked about that uh that uh barcelona arizona team or whatever the fuck um and how the academy yeah and how how there was when he was there it was just stocked full of talent and yep. one of those talents happened to be hoppy who who actually played in the midfield, which oddly enough played into uh, Burhalter's decision to play him out wide slash midfield-ish, you know? Hmm. I so, don't, regardless. Yeah, uh, justify that. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Credit where credit's due, Derek. No, but, but point point being is that there there are there are people scouting those 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 remote areas. And maybe, maybe MLS and USL just simply need to scout the people who are, the Europeans are scouting and don't sign. It was, I don't know if you've seen Sebastian Salazar's interview with Hoppy on ESPN FC, but was that, was that the, was that the one where he was like really quiet about 90% of it and then got really vocal about like 10% of it. Like it was like a, like when he talked about the, uh, the U S men's national team, he was like, 
a little more forward with it than he was about anything else? Or am I thinking of this vice versa? Yeah, I don't know. We're, we watched the it's same been a while. Thing. I feel like I've watched an interview with Hoppy. I just yeah. don't know who he was with. It was it was with Seb okay. on ESPNFC. And, um, you know, I think he was fairly honest about most things, but he did dance around some questions. Obviously, he's got to do that. But um, the fact that he's not playing at Mallorca is not his fault. So we get, you know, we're talking about Scotland. And then we got a guy in Spain who doesn't get a look either. I know he's not playing. Is that his fault? If you're going to bring in guys to camp who aren't playing either, if you're Burhalter, mm. but you're not going to bring in Hoppy. But they had they had a two-week uh, training camp beforehand, Derek. Zardis over Hoppy? Not in my book any day of the fucking week. Even, even mid-season with MLS. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then we got Aronson made a great move to Salzburg. Salzburg mm-hmm. just tied Bayern in the fucking Champions League. So you're Primarily thinking, due to uh, Aronson. Yeah, and outside of the first, like, three teams in Austria, the rest of the league is fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. I did just say that, yes. It's not a good league. It really isn't. And it's um, it's the big boys first, you know, the guys with the most money. So uh, it's like Scotland, same way. Yep. That takes me back to the point. There's a, there's a difference between going to just any league in Europe and then going to the top team in any league in Europe. So you talk about going to the Rangers, going to young boys, going to Salzburg, going to Celtic, all those teams. I mean, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to be scouted differently than say a mid table team. And it's going to happen. I mean, and I'm no, I'm no ex- expert in European soccer by any means, but I mean, I look at Ramirez who's scoring goals like crazy right now, and I'd be interested to hear if he's had any potential interest abroad. I bet you he hasn't even got a phone call. <laughs> he got scallied. Oh, <laughs> throwback. He got scallied. He doesn't even get a phone call anymore. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Christian Ramirez, I mean, he has been scoring goals. Got to give him credit. And that's what we need right now. We need somebody who mm-hmm. just put in a goal or two. And by the way, this Seattle Maragul game is still at 0-0, 70 minutn in. Mm-hmm. What is Se- what's going wrong with Seattle? Yeah, they're playing a bunch season. of playing some 16-year-olds, I guess. But you know, you got From some Alaska. You do have some of the normal guys on. Alex Roldan's on there. I mean, Fry's playing. Uh, Morris was playing. Well, and I guess in fairness to Fry, he hasn't let in the goals, so. That's true. But, you know, we should beat this team from Honduras. This should not be an issue. And now we're just fucking around. Are we, are we in Honduras right now? So when I say we, it's the general the st- we. I'm no, I'm not a Sounders fan by any means. Stands but are I- em- empty. So yes, I would love I would love to see MLS teams do well in Concacaf Champions League. Just to give us a little more credit, if you will, rather than just Mexico taking it every time. And I guess the Club World Cup format's going to change, which is good because hmm. otherwise it's an awful tournament to watch. So there'll be multiple teams from multiple different um, regions. Yeah, so Concacaf will get two or three, and so there'll be like twenty four teams maybe. We. We're not for sure. That's still oh, like it's, they're going it's, for a whole actual World Cup. It's huh? going to be an actual fucking tournament with yeah. actual numbers of teams playing not in just, groups. Uh, four teams playing for first and second. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, eight groups of three. Um, 
And so there's that's for starters. So you'll at least get two games to get into the next round. God, I wonder if that's gonna. I wonder if that's gonna force uh, uh, MLS's hand in in their calendar. Assume, assuming that that's gonna be like a tournament that's gonna consume a number of weeks, like you go somewhere and play, rather than just saying like, okay, well you're gonna do aways and homes and whatnots. Maybe it's two weeks. So I wonder, I wonder if that's going to play a factor in uh, pushing uh, MLS's hand to uh, change their uh, format as far as how they play their calendar. Now, I'm not saying that we need to have January games in in, uh, in Canada or Minnesota, but yeah, I wonder, I wonder if it's going to start pushing it that way. It might. It might. I mean, at least let them open a practice earlier. So, and start doing friendlies earlier mm-hmm. um, during the off season. So, because we're not going to be ready for a club world cup. I mean, we're barely ready for this CONCACAF. We're watching it right now. Rapids and we're barely ready for it. And, uh, and, Who did uh, Rapids lose to? Uh, God, I'm going to butcher the name, but communication? Communications? Another Honduran team. Honduras. We lost to another Honduran. Wow. Mm. Jesus, this early in in the wow in Concacaf Cup, and I'm sure that was an away game, was it? Was it, it was, yeah. Okay, but still, you shouldn't be alone uh, losing to Comunicaciones at this early in in the. There's no way if you're the Rapids, although they traded their whole team away. Bassett's gone. <laughs> Acosta's we talked about, gone. We talked about them. Like, are they going to have an actual team to play? You know, Bassett, no Acosta, no Bassett. I mean, Vines left. It's like. Hey, one third, one third of your starting lineup just fucking took off on a plane, and they're good gone. News is, good news is that uh, New England automatically qualifies for the group stage. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bruce got his guys. He got legit. He got uh, Josie, Josie, and he got uh, the center back. Um, Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Jesus, my brain's broken. I remember. Uh, yeah, thank God you're here. Hey. Okay, do we have anything else to take on on this uh, particular section? Mm. I mean, we're we oh, we wouldn't wanted to give it a shout out to dis underscore possessed one touch videos, which he makes no money for. In fact, the one video in which on YouTube, I use like very brief six-second clips of the U.S. versus I can't even remember what team. We were immediately de- demonetized and warrant got a copyright strike. So yeah, I mean, I don't know how Vodki and all the other guys do it. Yeah, the, the the people who the people who sacrifice and do the one-touch videos and stuff like that, they take time. They they create these videos and they just get hacked and slashed by the copyrights. And they what? see nothing from it. Now they they can go by and they can say no, we're gonna we're gonna argue this, and over the course of time, YouTube will be like, no, this this is a uh, this is fair use because it's educational. I wonder if they click that one because if you click the educational box, maybe they might get a break. But no, I'm sure they do. The pro- the problem you can't click educational because none of the players are nude. <laughs> <laughs> but still. No nude you know, yoga. 
you know, it, it, it's it's a tricky situation because usually when you do fair use content, you you have to keep it with under like twelve to fifteen seconds, and you got to pause and you got to like add your own commentary to it. Uh, it's so like EFAP who does like the every frame a second or every frame a pause. I mean, um, you know, they're 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 like watching a movie for like they'll watch a movie and they'll pause like every six to seven seconds just to make a comment about stuff. And those videos are like. 14 hours long, you know? I wonder if they're monetized. Or I wonder yeah. if they get demonetized eventually. Well, the only way they get demonetized, they, they may get demonetized, but they, uh, I guarantee they would uh, fight it because what they're doing is fair use. And that same thing here with Dispossessed and, uh, and everybody else who does who does the touch, touch videos. Any of the highlight videos, those are, all, those are all fair use because they're not extending past whatever the 12 to 15 second rule is. The problem is, is the way YouTube is set up, is all the person has to do is go in and say, "Now nah, we're, we're 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 copywriting this." this right, is, this is and no, no, that issue. is the big problem. Yeah, and, and we had we had this issue once too. We could have fought it because what you the video you showed, I think it may have been like thirteen seconds. Maybe that was questionable, but it was playing in the background while we were talking. So I I would argue that was fair use because we were taking content and making it's it. It's absolutely fair use. So it's absolutely fair but, use. But the thing yes. is, is that it would take many weeks, and after the many weeks, the problem with our content is that we're very twenty-four to forty-eight hour based. After that forty-eight hours, we don't get many more residual uh, p- uh, increased pickups. Yeah, it's not it's worth fighting. Yeah. It's not worth fighting. But those morons need to figure this out because, as a soccer writer for 20 years on multiple different platforms. I wrote many articles where I quoted other articles. Guess what? I didn't get sued or blocked because I quoted people who wrote other articles Mm -hmm. in other papers. That's ridiculous. And if I'm using fucking YouTube video of a game and I'm doing 10 second clips, I am essentially quoting the video. I'm saying here's Much. what I'm saying. It's educational. You stupid fucks well, at YT. You, you Open do, your brains up. I mean, we're probably lose, we'll lose subs. I mean, not subs, but you know, YouTube might hit us for this. But it's getting ridiculous, dude. I mean, I, I don't know what to say, but the well, fact I mean, that some well, of these guys don't make any money yeah. for putting together well, their educational clips. That's ridiculous. And I, I, you know, obviously dispossessed. I think he posts a lot of his videos via uh, Twitter, but he, I think he's publishing a lot of his stuff on on Patreon at this point because Patreon's not getting hit because these are people who are who are paying into it. And you, you, and again, what he's doing is not wrong. What what any of these any of these one touch people are doing are not wrong because every, if you're watching a one touch video or all touch video, let me rephrase that. How long of a video clip do you think it takes for that? All that touch, that, that specific touch of the insert player here occurs. You're talking like a two, like four second uh, clip of one clip before yep. it transitions to the next clip. Yeah. So maybe the only thing you could say is that there's no there's no commentary over it. You know, maybe Watki and uh and Dispossessed need to get together and create videos together and make. Okay, <laughs> let me let me amazing. Give, let me give you a great example. So, um. I was signed to a French label. My brand was Brando. We put out the Headless Horseman is a Preacher by Brando mm. through Talatress, which means cockroach in French. And they put out our album. And I did not, in the deal that I signed with them, sell off 
the rights to my songs. Did not. Was not in there. I still owned my own songs. So I made a video of one of the songs on the album and put it up on YouTube. And they blocked my own song and said, <laughs> this company owns the rights to the songs. And I called the owner, Caltris. He's like, we didn't do shit. We, we never claimed that copy. There's always th the problem is there's third party companies that they enlist and just say, hey, scour the internet, scour the YouTubes. And if you see it, block it. Yes. And so yeah, they never they never approved it, but they're saying, okay, well, this is our this is our catalog block. Right. Anything else? They do have a catalog. So it's part of the algorithm. The algorithm picked up that it's the mm -hmm. exact same song owned by somebody else who didn't own the right to the song. They only write own the right to publish the album. And I couldn't put the video up for that song. And they even tried to help me. They like contacted fucking YouTube and said, we don't own the rights to this song. They should be able to put the video. It would benefit them to have the video up. And I couldn't do it. Like we so, made a whole fucking video for this song. We spent like $800. It's not a lot of money, but if you're an indie rocker, it is. Sure. And we couldn't ever get the fucking video published through YouTube. It's goddamn ridiculous, the so system we, they have set up. We got guess we can specify there's a difference between a copyright claim and a copyright strike. So in a copyright claim, they can claim the video and they get all the revenue. The revenue goes straight to them. And again, you can argue that and say, no, this is this is mine. And YouTube will look it over and they'll they'll say, okay, you're right. But that time frame for when you post the video to when they approve it is lost. Ultimately, I don't know if the company ends up getting that money or if it sticks with it sticks it stays at YouTube. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but with the copyright strike strike, if you argue that and it gets deemed that you're wrong, then you lose certain privileges for the first strike at least. You lose the ability to do live streams. And yeah. I mean that for, for a lot of content creators, that's a that's a major amount of income right there for them. So uh, it, it's it's a tricky situation to be in, and if you're especially if you're a small creator, you, you don't know what your rights really are, what you can argue, and and for a lot of us in, the, in this in this content in this field, it's not worth arguing because by the time you no. argue it, the the video's done, it's gone. Yeah, you've lost everything at that point. So there's a reason why Derek and I have gone to this this format, this format of of us being on camera again. Instead of doing just live streams, of course, but doing a live, doing a video with the cameras rather than doing gifts and video clips, is because at any point we could lose revenue because somebody claimed it. Yeah, it's pointless. It's pointless. In fact, there was a while there for just a short while where they were cutting out some of my gifts. They're like, "No, nope, can't use that one." So just the screen would just go black. It would just go black, and you're like, "Why?" Yeah. And then I went back and I'd alter the slide and it would be totally fine. I'd alter it just a little bit so they couldn't catch it or whatever. So very weird shit. Um, uh, I think we're done, right? That's mm -hmm. it? Okay. So yeah. I just want to say the one thing that uh, I can't really get a grip on, and maybe you can help me, Brett, is Olympic artistic skating dance. Skating dance. Like... I mean, that's just a legal, I mean, artistic dance and they're using skate, they're skating in the Olympics and it's being judged by people. Like, isn't that like, so we're getting to a point, like when you're judging dance, that it's so like, 
like what you just believe. It's it's not objective at all. It's totally subjective. How do you how do you judge that, Derek? Derek, I got lost when you said that magical mythical seven letter word Olympic. I don't know what this means. Olympics? Yeah, nobody's watching that. I don't watch the fucking Olympics right I'm now. Sorry. No one's watching the I, Olympics. I will watch the Olympics, the Summer Olympics, if the U.S. men's national team happens to qualify, which we haven't for the last twelve years. Yeah, <laughs> but saying that, uh, no, it. it it was, it was a, it's like there's a question on the SATs back when I took it. And you read this this three-quarters of a page like story, and then the first question is, what do you think the author was 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 meaning by this? And insert a, a quote. And you, you answer it, and then you can get the answer wrong. And I'm like, well, no, it's an opinion. You asked me what I thought. It's, yeah. It's, it's pointless. I mean, it's the same concept here. It's it's subjective because that that ice skating dancing or whatever the hell you're talking about yeah. is subjective to your taste. You might be like, no, that's bullshit. That's yeah, dude. There's six different ways to interpret Shakespeare, for instance. Uh oh, Derek, you still there? There we are. You're back. That was fucking weird. There are six different ways to interpret Shakespeare. For Christ's sake. Like there are six different forms of uh, context for criticism that you can use in approaching. You can do it in a historical way. You can do it in a um, modern, postmodern. There are all kinds of ways to interpret Shakespeare. So there isn't just one opinion about something. There are lots of opinions about things. And we need to get back to that because... If there's just one opinion for everything, then we're in trouble, folks. We're in trouble. Mm. The world is not black and white. The world is a many shades of gray. And there are lots of different ways to interpret things. So, I mean, I'm going to interpret Burhalter different than Brett interprets Burhalter. Not I'm going to interpret Burhalter. Not a lot. But there's slight, still going to be shade of gray. There's going to be shades of gray. Um, and the same thing goes with Sam. And I, we're going to just not see things the same way. And that's okay. doesn't matter how much we drink together. We're just going to see it differently. Well, there, there, there was a time in life where people could actually sit down and disagree and then be perfectly fine the rest of their lives. I don't know at what point where we got to like, you know, my opinion is right. You're wrong. You know, I hate you. <laughs> I mean, people are canceling their own family members. Mm. That's crazy. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I, it's I, crazy. I it's crazy. family's family, man. Come on. You got to stick by family unless they're like serial killers and weird shit like that. But I mean, then you, then you turn them in because, you know, you love them and you don't want them to do any more wrong. Right. <laughs> wrong. Right. <laughs> right. Wrong. Wrong. Right. I do want to see uh, barrel jumping coming back to the Olympics. Ice skating, barrel jumping. Oh, I was going to say, is that the equivalent of like jumping over chairs? No, yeah. barrels. I want to see motherfuckers jump over barrels because like you add that extra barrel because you're going for the gold and you don't make it and you fucking, your head smacks into the barrel and you just fucking like or, sprawl or out land, on the ice. You land on it with your, your ice skates and you just... Right off it. I mean, the thing is, it's going to be. They way... make a meme. They have the, the the sunglasses that come down like a boss, and you know, you know the little joint. 
Yeah. <laughs> the thing about barrels is they're fucking big, dude. So it's like you're not jumping from like you're jumping from yard to yard. You're not jumping from like inch to inch like they do in what's Well, they that? go they go long, not not round. No, you? they do, but it's still a yard wide. No shit. So, yeah. So every barrel's a new yard. So let's say there are like three guys who've done like 13 barrels. Then you add the 14th barrel and all of them fucking wreck because that's the maximum limit possible. Like no one's going to jump 14 barrels. They barely got over 13 and now they're all fucking hitting the 14th barrel. They're smashing their face mm-hmm. in the ice. They're eating fucking snow. It's a disaster. I want to see barrel jumping bring brought back, but you're right. Right now, nobody's watching the Olympics. So there you nope. go. All right. Hey guys, thanks for watching the show, continuing to watch the show. Uh, humoring us, asking questions, and uh, make sure you like and subscribe. We will be back with whatever show. I think, you know, we have plans with Max Bredos. He should be on soon. Mm-hmm. Meg Swanick. And, when she gets back stateside. And then Sam's going to be back on. Did you say that? Yep. We got Max and Bre- uh, Max and Sam um, next week, roughly speaking. Man, so Max, Max should be uh, Monday and then. Um, Sam should be Wednesday slash Thursday, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, we're going to have Pete back on, I'm sure, um, as well as Tact. So, you know, we'll have them all on. I mean, we're working on other things, too. But we're not going to tell you about them yet. But, you know. We're, we're, we're working on the point where we can sell out and, uh, you know, cast you all off as toxic man babies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Once we start making that six-figure uh, income from MLS and USSF, you know, you're all gone. Every single one of you fuckers. Why don't we have more commercials on this show? <laughs> Why do we only have Ludens and Wifflebat? Why are they all the only supporters we have as far as commercials? I don't know if anybody got the reference last one, last video, so I'm going to make it again. But we also have Julio's thongs as a... As a uh, sponsor so Jul- julio's thongs julio's, julio's thongs i mean julio's kind, thongs it's up in man that. wears the thong you know julio's thongs it gets up in that shit that's the quote <laughs> julio's thongs it gets up in that shit all right until the next time on the straight right guard have a great night we will see you soon